Tulsa. This is Monday, the 25th of July, and it's a quick little podcast, starting these up again, because uh, I can do them while I'm driving, basically. Anyway, so we're at that period of time when we have the um, fourth generation warfare uh, out in the open everywhere, and the uh, World Economic Forum and their propagandists, because that's all they have, is propaganda. They don't actually own anything, uh, they don't control anything, they don't have any armies of their own. The only thing they have is um, deception and guile uh, and deceit. And they use those to get people to do um, things that are against their own inherent interests. And so it's not in the inherent interests of any social order to promote um, gay, lesbian, um, pedophilic activity at all. Uh, gay or lesbian or pedophilic activity. All of these things contribute to a negative society and reduce your overall birth rate, which is what's happened with the, um, quote, pandemic and the uh, real disease, which is the shots. So some nations are having uh, live births down 15 and 18 percent already, just uh, as a result so far of the clot shot. Uh, this will get worse so that all of the children now that are being injected will be infertile. And so we're achieving through the deceit and the deception, the World Economic Forum has um, achieved their goal of having um, people in, in, in certain, well, in, all, in countries all over, kill themselves and um, uh, kill their, their um, genetics um, by taking the clot shot and also by giving it to their children, which will kill the next generation after these children. So there won't be a, uh, a big birth boom. We won't have another baby boom for probably... Mm, maybe 25 years um, just because we'll have to go through two generations to get to another uh, fertile generation that would be able to have a baby boom. Anyway though, so we're at that point now, 15% reduction in live births so far, going to get a lot worse. Uh, if it crosses 30% then, and it were large enough globally, then the species itself would be at risk. I don't think we're going to reach that far. Uh, the World Economic Forum is not that good at what they do. So they were trying to get everybody on the planet vaccinated so that they could basically kill off all of the white race and enslave all of the, um, uh, all the other races. Uh, because these other races will just take it without the whites there to uh, fight off the World Economic Forum and their uh, fascism. Anyway, so um, these guys think they're Jewish. They're not. Uh, these guys think they're Jewish supremacists. They are that. They're trying to get their genetics to dominate the whole planet, these Khazarians, who are not Jews, uh, they just have assumed Jewish mantlehood, the Judaism um, uh, cloak, since the um, 
basically the 1200s. Uh, and so there's been a long enough period of time that everybody that's an Ashkenazi Jew thinks they're actually Jewish, that they have some Jewish genetics in them, which is not the case. But in any event though, so these guys are the enemy. Uh, this is fourth generation warfare. They're getting, um, so they use the United States Army and the United States Department of Defense to fight Russia. So Klaus Schwab is fighting Russia right now using the US military as his own military because he has the, uh, and I'm personifying it through Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, but it's the whole uh, hidden cabal. It's the whole, uh, we think we're Jewish, we think we're Jewish supremacists um, gonna take over the world cabal. So, and they wrap themselves with Jews in order that the Jews, the Jewish population in general, might be uh, sacrificial. So these are wolves in sheep clothing, thinking that we have to slaughter all the sheep to get to them. Uh, it's not necessary anymore because the playbook is known. Um, you know, they started doing this in the 1300s, um, this uh, divide and conquer approach. So they've split up Italy, north-south Italy. They split up Spain, north-south Spain. Um, they split up Germany, east-west Germany, uh, Vietnam, Korea, all of the, and the United States. The United States was uh, split up in the uh, 1860s uh, by these same fuckers, the same bankers, and the, using the same mechanisms and so on. And in the 1860s, uh, Lincoln was able to defeat them and push them back a number of years. It was 30 years before they resurrected themselves in the 1890s, trying to get a central bank put into the United States. And so they engineered all kinds of uh, financial crashes, uh, big, huge depressions, in order to try and convince the populace that it would be better to have a central bank that would control the money and ease all of the problems, uh, you know, smooth out the process, so to speak. And that was the sales pitch for the central bank. You can read the um, pro-central bank articles written by the we think we're Jewish uh, Kazarian Mafia guys through the 1890s in all of the newspapers in New York City, Washington DC, San Francisco, uh, even Seattle. Uh, there were debates in the op-ed, in the uh, public opinion uh, sections of all of these newspapers about the central bank coming into existence. And it did not. And then we went through a bunch of problems. They kept more agitation going. We ended up with the um, anti-Mason party in the 1890s that threw a big um, wrench in the in the uh, works and and kicked the Kazarian Mafia back about 30 years um, because the Kazarian Mafia supports, they invented um, uh, the Masonic traditions, the rituals, they own all the masonry, uh, the mason lodges. Um, the lodges themselves, if you look at the uh, actual deeds and the um, uh, paperwork for incorporation and so on for, for the lodges. Uh, the lodges do not own their buildings. All of those are owned by this central authority that goes back to an organization that's owned by the World Economic Forum. So all of the uh, mason lodges around the world uh, are a resource for the World Economic Forum in their battle against the rest of the planet to take it over. Now, they're taking it over for a bunch of different reasons, and there's various different governments that are sort of uh, supporting them in this for their own reasons. Some of the reasons that some of the governments are going into it with them is because they want it, well, 
Okay, so there are governments that are desperately afraid of space aliens uh, or interdimensional beings or whatever the fuck they're calling them. Interdimensional is bullshit. Um, it's a misunderstanding of what they're observing. So in the 1940s, by the way, uh, the U.S. government, through the CIA, came to an understanding that all the UFOs were these interdimensional entity thingies, uh, which is bogus, okay? This understanding was bullshit. It was um, promulgated and put forward by some really sick minds. Um, Jack Parsons, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, um, and I forget, Aleister Crowley, of course, was the one of the central sources for this understanding, which is wrong. All right. Anyway, though, the effects that they observe that they think are interdimensional are an aspect of technology that's in this dimension that they can't wrap their minds around because they come from the quantum physics um, uh, approach to reality and they don't understand the nature of the ether and what happens when you manipulate the ether fields directly. <sighs> Hopefully we'll be getting into some period of time where uh, we can have good discussions about um, uh, an etheric understanding and present some of this stuff to people so that they won't make these wrong conclusions. But in any event though, so our government thinks that uh, there's interdimensional space aliens here. Some of the people uh, that are, are worried about the interdimensional space aliens are not pro-WEF, but they work with the World Economic Forum because they don't see the World Economic Forum as being as much of a, a bad guy for humanity as these uh, space alien, unknown thing of the space aliens slash interdimensional beings. So it's a question of which fear is greater. They have less fear of, of the enemy, the, the, you know, the monster they can see, than the ones they can't see, the ones that are living in their imagination as interdimensional beings. Um, in any event, so we're at that point now where the, um, uh, the shittery is happening, right? We've all got tickets to the shittery. Uh, the shittery is the death of the dollar and it's uh, the death of the Federal Reserve note and its replacement by um, actual U.S. constitutional dollars. That'll happen some point here in the next couple of years probably. The sooner the better for my, my way of thinking. Uh, every single day that goes by that we don't do it adds that much more of a burden for our rebuilding. Uh, so anyway, now we're at this point here where the World Economic Forum is really fucked up. And they've really fucked up because uh, basically they're stupid. Okay, so you have to understand. Uh, the Ashkenazi Jews um, uh, house uh, the World Economic Forum Kazarian Mafia. The Kazarian Mafia as a group has a practice of inbreeding. So they will will continuously, uh, the, all right, so let me put it this way. They do not look outside further away than second um, uh, cousins. They wanna marry first cousins. Uh, they would marry their brothers and sisters if that would, were allowed. That's how, that's how twisted these people are. And they do this to concentrate money uh, over time in, in a generational fashion and gain power and wealth and so on. It's a, it's a method of uh, supporting their attempts to conquer the world. And so, but there's a side effect to all this. And that is that the inbreeding that these people have been practicing since the 1200s, uh, like Pakistan, who has the same kind of an approach, Pakistanis more frequently marry first cousins than not. 
which is saying something. And Khazarians always marry first cousins. They will marry second cousins if there isn't an appropriate first cousin around, that sort of thing, right? But they never look for third cousins or uh, people outside the family. Um, so anyway, the uh, Khazarian Mafia is stupid as a result of the inbreeding. It has made them clever, but not very intelligent. And uh, so they have all these grand plans and they don't understand um, uh, just basically how stupid they are and how they've fucked themselves over. So one of the ways they've fucked up is that they took over all of the media and they polluted their ability to actually judge what the populace is doing and how the populace feels about things. So they have polls and I don't believe they're polls because they're skewed. But even if they were not skewing the poll, their um, infiltration of everything, their uh, creation of this um, uh, attempt to take over the planet, all the manipulations they're doing, have polluted the body politic to the point that the polls that the Kazarian Mafia are doing through the mainstream media and so forth will never ever give the Kazarian Mafia an accurate example or an accurate understanding of how things lay out at the moment. So it's um, you know highly debatable on numbers, right? But just based on uh, language and trends, um, I can say that I suspect that something over 70% of the global population rejects uh, those principles that are being put out by the global economic or by the World Economic Forum. Further, um, there have been uh, samplings done, and I've done my own sampling on language, and so uh, I can say that 40%. Uh, these are the kind of statistics that I get off of my stuff, right? And so I can say that 40% of all of the language um, in Ireland about the World Economic Forum represents or, or is coming from a point of view of an understanding of the World Economic Forum as the enemy, as a mafia. Okay, so 40% of all of the language says that 40% uh, of all the writers know that um, the Kazarian Mafia is existent, that it's housed as the World Economic Forum and all of their subsidiary organizations, and is in fact a, um, an anti-populist uh, kind of a thing. And so, let's pause. Okay, so 40% um, of Ireland uh, thinks that the World Economic Forum is evil. Well, I suspect that that 40% is probably reflected pretty much the same way in most other countries. So we would know that, that basically we have a solid core of, of just under half of the people that are aware of the uh, machinations and the... Um, evil activities of the World Economic Forum and their players, and uh, thus are actively able to do things about it, spread the information, and so on. So it won't be very long 
before that 40% has educated more Irish people than not. So pretty soon, Ireland will have a, a majority of its population that will consider the World Economic Forum as their personal enemy, as, as causing them personal problems. Now this is going to get a lot worse. So um, over the next few months, we're in July, the very end of July. So over the month of August and September and October, we will see um, uh, economic problems result from the degradation of the financial system that's built on the Federal Reserve note. The, uh, these economic problems are going to be so severe that they're going to cause disruption. It's going to cause disruption in hundreds of millions of people in their lives um, in the Northern Hemisphere, not just here in the United States, not just in Canada. Uh, Canada, by the way, Canada is shipping uh, bags of cricket meal. Uh, don't eat bugs, guys. They can't cook these, these uh, insects at high enough temperatures to destroy the parasites. If they do that, they basically uh, carbonize uh, the um, proteins and because of the lack of fats and other issues within the insects themselves. And so uh, you are going to be consuming parasites if you eat any of these insects. And it's, some of these parasites are really nasty bastards for humans. Uh, some of the parasites, by the way, uh, can leave your body through your skin and will infect other people. So if you uh, find an attractive person, maybe you'd better ask them, do you consume insects before uh, attempting to have a sexual relationship with them because you don't want to pick up those parasites. If you have to live around people that are eating these insects, then maybe you'd better start taking uh, fenbendazole or uh, ivermectin on a quasi-regular basis, you know, once a month, that kind of thing, just to keep the parasite load uh, in your body down because you'll pick it up from these other guys that are eating these insects and then um, uh, the getting parasitized and then shedding them. So anyway, we're going to go through this period of time of these um, major economic problems that will result from the uh, financial degradation and the financial crash that's happening as we speak, as you're listening to this. It's crashing now. And uh, they're able to control the price of Bitcoin. That's going to break pretty quick. They're going to, the um, uh, price of silver will break after the major crash, okay? So I don't expect it to be an indicator. I don't expect it to be um, uh, an early sign. It's not going to be a canary in the coal mine um, because they're so good at suppressing the prices. But when it breaks, it'll just break 100%. There won't be any uh, fiddling around. And so our older um, data sets from 20 plus years ago were forecasting that we would get that point where we would have a dollar a day rise in silver and then $2 a day and then $5 a day and then $20 a day. And so at the point that we get a $20 a day rise in the silver price, uh, I would suspect that we're right at that point have just passed a significant economic breakdown marker relative to uh, the Federal Reserve note. So it might be that um, maybe sometime in the end of September or the first part of October, you start hearing that um, uh, rents are going to increase, uh, you know, as an average, rents are increasing 30% or something, some outrageous amount of money. 
some money that's just too large for uh, the normal um, renter to pay. It'll just be too much of a hit. Uh, and we're going to go into one of these crises as a result of, of, of that kind of thing in certain locales. But it won't be a national crisis. But you'll hear about uh, rent increases just going crazy. And um, uh, at the same time, it's going to be that property, well, the property market's already crashing. Uh, we've had more price reductions now in 2022 on property that's offered for sale than ever, than any previous time. Worse than 2008, uh, worse than the 1970s uh, when they took us off the gold standard. And we had a major real estate market um, crash and tumble and kerfuffle and then everything went crazy for a while. Uh, so we're at that point now with, uh, with real estate, and so we'll see the real estate market puke out all over itself, and, um, and people try and get as much possible money out of their houses in the form of rent as they can because of the hyperinflation that's hitting uh, the money, basically hitting the Federal Reserve note. So I suspect this will occur August, September, and October, and that by October we'll be into a period of time when there will be not only huge increases in price in food, uh, huge increases in price in rent and fuel, but we will beginning uh, we will be at the beginning of a constitutional crisis that will have been brought on by these circumstances. Now, I personally don't think that here in the United States that people are going to take mm, much more than say three months of this kind of activity before there's a revolution. So I personally would expect that if they don't do anything, no matter who they replace him with, so they could replace, um, uh, the Democrats could replace uh, Biden with Elon Musk, and we will still end up going into a revolutionary period of time uh, in December and January, unless there is actually uh, systemic uh, sound changes that are made uh, to the fern in order to fix the economy. Now the economy is basically all that stuff that we actually pay out. So um, so am I saying $10 gas? I think $10 gas is October. I think by December it might be $30 gas, right? Because it'll break down that, that kind of a way. We'll have incremental changes as the inflation comes on in, then there'll be a crack in the system at a serious level which is already occurring now, I think, uh, within the overnight uh, repo market um, at the Fed level. But in any event, and then at that point, it will be whatever the gas station chooses to, to um, put a price, most people won't be able to pay it, but there'll be so little economic activity that it just won't matter. And the few people that are able to pay it may keep the uh, gas station going. Um, So it's a, it's, a, it's a rough time, guys. Uh, but uh, the good news about all of this is that we'll uh, take our pain this year and we won't have to suffer through another year of this, of this uh, gradual degradation shit. It's all coming to a head this year and we will see some um, major fundamental changes. Now, I'm of the opinion that there will be like maybe 80% of all the votes will go towards Republicans. Um, in the midterms might even be higher. How much the uh, Democrats are able to whittle that down through cheating is um, uh, going to be anybody's guess, but I don't think it's going to be that easy. 
Uh, for instance, here in Washington State, the uh, Democrats still have uh, illegal drop boxes, and now the Democrats are shitting bricks because the Republicans are saying we're going to watch those drop boxes with video cameras all through that period of time so that if anybody's cheating, we'll catch them on camera. And we've got uh, sheriffs that are prepared to do arrests uh, in their individual counties once we've got the evidence and can present them with this video of this guy that we tracked down who did this illegal activity in the drop box. And so the Democrats don't know how to deal with this. They can't forbid people from watching the drop boxes, nor forbid them from putting a camera on it. And the mere fact that they would want to tells you that they want to cheat with them. So they're not in a good way. I personally think that, that Inslee is never, our current governor, has never actually won an election here. That uh, he's always been selected by the Dominion machines and the uh, corrupt voting process ever since Soros paid for him to be a county prosecutor who did not prosecute. And, and that's basically where we are now. So um, this kind of shit's going to go on. We'll see uh, worse activity from um, basically the end of this month. From the 31st onward, it's going to start getting uh, more intense. So the intensity value, the um, emotional uh, reaction that you're going to have as a result of this uh, stuff happening uh, will start ratcheting up in a very, very, very serious way. And I'm getting to the end of my drive here. So anyway, um, going to be fun, going to be an interesting time, not boring. Uh, very difficult to get through, lots of challenges, lots of troubles. Um, no, you know, it's not, not the uh, nukes or any of that kind of shit. They've got to scare you. Unless you're scared, you won't accept their information. And so they got to keep you off balance and um, uh, thrown for a loop continuously with a steady stream of negative news and the world's terrible and all humans are going to die and uh, the planet's going to end and, uh, you know, there's going to be a big burst from the sun and it's going to fry your ass, all this kind of shit, right? All of this is horseshit. None of this is going to happen. And, uh, you know, now they're, they're saying climate change is non-negotiable. And it's like, okay, climate continuously changes. And if you're going to tell me that we're going to react to any of that, that shit ain't negotiable either because I'm not doing it. And, and World Economic Forum and all these climate change guys can just go fuck themselves. And basically, it's now coming into active resistance. Not necessarily violent, but it's certainly not passive. So if someone gets in my face about any of this shit, I just come unglued on them. Uh, these poor social justice warriors and this kind of stuff, their minds are mush anyway from the media they consume, and they're just not able to argue with you or stand up to a, an actual assault. You know, verbal. I haven't uh, gotten to the point of having to defend myself with um, uh, my fists yet, but I'm certain it'll come to that. That's what the World Economic Forum wants, is they want another civil war. Anytime there's a civil war, they get to divide the country, and then they take over uh, at least one half of it. That's what they did in Italy in the, was it 1400s or 1500s? It, they started off on that. Italy, I think, was one of their first uh, major uh, successes. But anyway, the World Economic Forum is dying now. They're just not aware of it. So they've fucked up because their media pollutes their own source of information. They, they, to a certain extent, I think they believe their own propaganda. They believe because it, they don't see the... Because they, they may indeed have people um, scanning the alt media, all right? So they may have 
that kind of tracking going on where they scan the alt media and they analyze it and they've got people that are uh, running computer programs, checking language rates and so on, such as I do. And they may understand the nature of the media to some extent, these individuals, but the, um, the people that are doing the work. But the World Economic Forum has not got a fucking clue. Uh, they don't know how, they, they understand they're outnumbered and they understand that if the world were aware of their plans and, and how evil they really are as fuckers, we're not going to go along with it and so on and so forth, right? So they know that, that they've got to do this through uh, deceit and, and subterfuge and deception in order to get us guys to do what they want. So basically kill ourselves for their goals. Uh, in order to do that, the only thing they've got is propaganda. Their problem at the moment is that their propaganda has been so pervasive for so many years that they don't have an effective uh, data stream to tell them how well the propaganda is being uptaken. And um, so it's like a, a patient that you're putting in, um, uh, continually putting fluids in, but you're not monitor. You're not able to monitor the output relative to the input. So you just think the fluids are being uptaken, and in fact they're just pissing them out. So I think there's a lot of just pissing out the propaganda, where um, uh, the World Economic Forum's propaganda is not being accepted, is being basically instant instantly rejected upon hearing it, and. Um, uh, their goals are nowhere near to the level that they thought it would be at this point. So, traffic. Anyway, um, uh, that's basically it. Just a general discussion. I think that uh, August, I, th I actually think we'll get our first real hits on UFO stuff in August. It was always an August, uh, late August, early September kind of thing within the data, uh, just judging by the information that came in through the, um, uh, the sets associated with the temporal marker, um, you know, about the weather and so on. So, um, so I think August will be interesting, especially for UFO guys like me. Uh, but um, I'm also of the opinion that um, uh, September and October are going to be hellacious relative to uh, the actual economy and the financial system is toast. We'll probably see a lot of the financial system uh, shit itself and die uh, over August. Now, summer crashes are terrible. Uh, economically, they've always crashed the financial system in the fall for their own timing reasons. That's why we always have, you know, um, uh, September crashes, you know, uh, September 1929, all of this kind of thing, right? Uh, it's the same in uh, 2008. It's always a September crash. You can just plan on this. These people are not very smart. They're clever in the manipulation and the deceit and the deception, but they're not very good planners. They don't really plan for building. Their, their whole organization is corrupt and full of uh, corruption. It's basically like they're, they're trying to foist cancer on the planet and they're cancer-ridden themselves. So they've got real issues. Anyway, I think that's probably it. I just wanted to make a few notes on um, this kind of thing and see where we're at now. 
uh, we're seeing it, uh, you know, we're seeing the effects of the, the World Economic Forum uh, activity in the, um, you know, the bug eating and all of this kind of stuff and the new World Economic Forum president in Sri Lanka after the other World Economic Forum president of Sri Lanka grabbed suitcases full of cash and, and beat feet to a boat to get the hell out of the country. Um, but uh, Sri Lanka uh, are us, okay? Sri Lanka will be us in the United States. Biden probably, I don't know that he'll make it till the point where we have our Sri Lanka moment here and they've got to go and, um, and flee the country. Uh, he probably will die or be replaced before then. Uh, but nonetheless, the, the infiltrated um, government, the corrupt communist uh, democratic um, uh, regime of the United States will be fleeing, uh, I think probably sometime in, in January, February. I think it'll take that long. It could happen very rapidly though, just like suddenly, uh, the way it did in uh, Sri Lanka, just sort of out of the blue. It wasn't, it was a building approach. Uh, anybody with eyes could see it coming uh, if you just knew to look. Unfortunately, most of these people, um, most of the people don't know to look, so they don't. And thus they're surprised when, oh my God, oh my God, you know, uh, Sri Lanka's government has fallen and it'll fall again. As long as you keep putting World Economic Forum guys in there, they're going to be Woconians and take the country woke and, uh, you know, say no fertilizer like Castro, uh, like uh, Trudeau, Trudeau. As long as you're doing all of that shit, you're, um, uh, you're just engendering uh, yet another round of um, public anticipy towards your organization, which in this case is the government. So that's good. You know, the government of the United States could go the way of Sri Lanka. Probably most governments of the Western um, liberal republics will go the way of Sri Lanka. Uh, it's just a matter of which government goes in which month and uh, with what level of collateral damage. Okay, guys, I'm going to try and do um, podcasts as uh, things heat up here. We're trying to get prepped for all this chaos and what we're going to be uh, experiencing. And it's not easy, as everybody knows. So uh, I'll do these as, I, as I'm able. Anyway, hello humans, and uh, good luck to us all.